everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Star Wars Databanks, the canon podcast where I talk all things Star Wars. Today we'll be discussing the noble Admiral Raddus from Rogue One. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of Star Wars Databanks. Like I said in the intro, today we're going to be talking about Admiral Raddus, uh, the Mon Calamari Admiral from Rogue One, the Star Wars story. You can see him uh, commanding the Rebel fleet over Scarif in one of the coolest, uh, might I say, star space battles in all of Star Wars. We are going to be discussing some things about his early life, his career, and his defense of Mon Cala. Admiral Raddus was a male Mon Calamari revolutionary leader and admiral who served in the Alliance to restore the Republic up to the Galactic Civil War. He was born at 65 BBY, or 65 years before the Battle of Yavin, in the polar region of the water world of Mon Cala. He served as a major to the city uh, Nulliston um, and found he fulfilled the role in Mon Cala's planetary defense. In 18 BBY, or 18 years before the Battle of Yavin, King Chi Li Char requested um, Radis to help him negotiate between the Galactic Empire um, and the Mon Cal's. Moff Wilhuf Tarkin uh, parked the Sovereign above Mon Cala and sent Ambassador Tevlar to negotiate the trade deal with Chi Lar's people in Dak City. Influenced by surviving uh, the Jedi. Lee Char continued to defy Trevor uh, Telvar's offers. Radis discussed the possibility of Moncal sending to Lee Char, but the conversation was cut po- uh, short by Darth Vader as he heard the three Inquisitors arrive at Dak City. Vader was c- confronted by Commander Galk Akbar and Trevor Shuttle exploded as they discuss Vader's intentions on Malk Moncala. Moff Tarkin responded to Trevor's assassination by sending his force down to invade Moncal. A battle subsequently broke out in Dak City, where Radis stayed with Lee Char um, and Akbar, chief of security. In the palace, once the surface cities were evacuated, Lichar sent Akbar to defend the Northern Hemisphere and sent Radis to defend the Southern. Lichar then sacrificed uh, the surface of Moncala by having large creatures generate vast waves, creating the Imperial Force um, away in the possibility. Radis began using two primary tactics. The first was for Moncala and the Corn to defend to hold up in the underwater cities and force the Imperials to fight them in the corridors. The second was to scatter into far-reaching oceans, forcing the Imperials' forces to split up, increasing their need to resupply. In addition to those tactics, Radis took five star cruisers and a number of smaller vessels from the Mon Calamari Merciant fleet, 
and linked them together, um, making a large shield bubble that was impenetrable to Imperial attack. Tarkin claimed that he b- had built himself a fortress. Radis kept his cruisers on hold for the time being, keeping the Imperial forces in the south at bay. In the meantime, Tarkin had begun bombarding the Northern Hemisphere from the Sovereign. The turbo laser fire destroyed many settlements and killed billions, but Radis told the ships to stay defending the planet's curve uh, within the favor. However, soon after, Lechar ordered the ceasefire of all forces on Moncala, hoping to take to make Tarkin stop. Tarkin, however, pledged to keep bombarding the planet until Lechar was arrested and the Star Destroyer began targeting the Southern Hemisphere. Radis ordered his ships to de-link the sh- their shields, and they all set course for the blockade. As, the few- as they flew past the Star Destroyer, two of the cruisers were shot down, and Tarkin let the other three go, saying that they would be found eventually. The conflict ended with the Empire subjugating Moncala and imprisoning King Lee Char on Sparky Prime. However, the Moncal prepared to, by their harsh experience during the Clone Wars cont- contributed a mass exodus. City ships, entirely muscle ships and buildings, they, they were made to space-worthy structures, launching them into the depths of space, including the profundity. Nithal City, Governance Tower, Radis returned to the command of his vessel, crewed primarily by Nullis Defense Staff. Radis became one of the first Moncali officers to join the rebellion. He became an admiral and commander of the Burgandian fleet, regarding by the Mon Man- Mothma and the rebellion military. Most vital components. Work soon began on converting the Moncali ships, city ships, into capital ships to form the spine of the Alliance fleet, and the Profundity became one of the first ready for combat, joining the variety ships in the fleet of the Tarshall system. Despite this new role, Radis still wore a civil, uh, civilized crest of the Moncali planetary defense to commemorate his former role among his people. Radis, as one of the military leaders of the Alliance, also served in the Republic Council. He provided a report to Mon Mothma on a smaller capital ship in the Alliance fleet. As he was stationed with the fleet, he rarely visited the rebel base on Yavin 4, but his presence was required for matters of major importance to the council. Though united by common cause to free the imperial rule, the council disagreed on many major principles and details, from the battlefield tactics to recruitment. A uh, mm, pragmatic heart, Radius Patience was tired of the council dithering as he saw 
to negotiate with the Empire, such as was evocative of the Minister of Finance, Norrell Jed, to be foolish. In order to not be understood by his peers on the council, Radis was sparse with pleasantries in social interactions, and was happy to cultivate a hearty, thick-blooded reputation, common ascribed Moncali natives, to the world of cold polar depths. In Zero BBY, or zero years before the Battle of Yavin, Jin Ursel informed the Alliance High Command that the Empire had created a planet-destroying battle station known as the Death Star, and used it to destroy the holy city of Jeddah. Faced with this, faced with the desolation on whatever to assault the Imperial Security Council on Scarif, um, Radis sent his fleet to attack the station. Upon attacking the station, Radis showed his uh, his ability to command the fleet, as several times he pulled amazing maneuvers that saved the battle. His entire fleet was present, making up the entire rebellion fleet, and was um pre- wasn't prepared though for when uh, Darth Vader's star destroyer would come out of lightspeed. Luckily, he was able to get the plans to the blockade runner, um, and saved the day. Unfortunately, later it's not confirmed though that um. But it is pretty apparent that he died um, aboard his cruiser when Darth Vader came in and killed the entire crew. It is not 100% sure that he died, but I find it pretty likely that he was, since he wasn't introduced in anything else recently. Later, an MC-85 Star Cruiser was named after Radis, um, which basically concludes his legacy. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I highly doubt you did because I was stuttering so much. It was painful, but I just need to keep making daily uploads. Sorry, I'll work on making some more entertaining comment uh, commentary in the future. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, oh yeah, so I'm doing this because I'm having the big event coming up on the 14th at 10 MST. I'm doing a live stream, one year anniversary. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys will be there, and may the Force be with you, always. In 18 BBY, or 18 years before the Battle of Yavin, Radis was King Lichar's nego- uh, was with King Lichar, um, with his Dang it. Eighteen in uh,